Golden Knights having great success so far this year. Um, does that put any pressure on you guys to succeed? Who are the Golden Knights? Now, the only pressure is, is that the sniping of people saying you got to do as good as them. It's just good. Uh, Vegas is treating us well, and I think the record doesn't show how hard that we work, and it's tough in that way, but it's good for us in the inner circle to understand what we have going on in Vegas, and if we just continue to trust and believe in each other, the sky's the limit for this team, and I'm just, I'm blessed to be a part of it. Uh, you know, our expectations maybe at the start of the season were a little unrealistic. Man, we're not even worried about the playoffs right now. What we do, what we do is we take it week by week. We just gotta, we gotta worry about next week. You start looking ahead and you start looking over people, you might not even make it, so. That being said, to me, Urban Meyer is one of the lowest pieces of garbage there is on this earth. That's right, baby. Wednesday night, just past 9 p.m. You already know what it is. I am your host, Jose V. This is another episode of Straight Bet Sports. Got my co-host, Ian B, up in the building with me tonight. I'm hanging out at the Cannery Casino here in North Las Vegas. Switching it up, man. We told you guys we're not in the studio anymore. Our contract has ended after two great years at Gorilla Cross Radio. But here's the thing, though. We plan on coming back. It's not over yet. That's why the show must go on, and that's why we're still doing the show tonight. Wednesday night, like I said, just past 9 p.m., you know what you are tuned into. This is Straight Bet Sports. We greatly appreciate you. And I'm going to ask you, like I do every single Wednesday night, you already know what it is. Drop that comment. Drop that like. Drop that share. Let everyone know what you are watching, and we'll go from there. We greatly appreciate you. As you see at the bottom, we will have our ticker going throughout the night. We're doing things differently. We don't have a phone right now. You can't call in. But you can drop all the comments that you want. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. All you got to do is look up Straight Bet Sports, Twitter, YouTube and Facebook, we are live on all three of those platforms right now. Not only that, if you missed tonight's show or you missed any of the previous shows that we've done in the last two years, not sure if you guys know, but this is episode 112, 112th episode that we've done on the show. The other 111 were on Gorilla Cross, where we were so grateful and thankful to be there. But again, man, the show must go on. The show will not stop. Got to give a big shout out to our remaining sponsor here. The guy that hooks us up, man, that takes care of us, he is Eric Navarro, my personal barber, as you see underneath the screen right there. Hit him up, man. Eric Navarro, line him up by Eric. He'll take care of you, especially right now, man. Graduation season, get your kids haircuts. I know you got parties going. 702-884-8138 is the number to call. If not, download the Booksy app. Book your appointment there. He'll hook you up. He'll take care of you. So, again, guys, we got the comments up. We got everything going. If you want to drop a comment, you want to let us know what we're talking about tonight. You want to give your thoughts on what it is that we're talking about tonight. Please do so. Don't be afraid. We want everyone to chime in tonight. But Ian, how you doing, my man? I know it's a bit different for you. We're not back yep. in the studio, bright lights, cameras, but we still got the show going, man. We're still live no matter what. People are already popping up, watching the show. How's your night going tonight, my man? Dude, my night's going great. Uh, unfortunately, my wife is sick, so we've been doing uh, taking care of that, but... Other than that, man, today's been a good day. So let's get into the sports talks, man. Again, if you're looking to sponsor the show, man, we are looking for sponsors. Straight at sports at outlook.com. You can definitely hit us up there, man. Let us know if you have any questions. Maybe you want to sponsor the show, but you don't know how it works. Let me know. Hit us up. We'll take care of it for you. Not only that, you can DM us on any of our social medias. Our, our handles are right there. At host underscore volante at EMB underscore sports. Hit us up on the DM. We'll respond to you. We'll give you the details. We'll let you know what's going on. Now, again, I'm live from the Canary Casino here in North Las Vegas. I used to work here, man. I used to hang out here. I still hang out here all the time. So I thought, why not switch it up? Come out here and hang out. We ain't censored. Remember I told you. I'm having my <laughs> beer with no problem. Yeah, you relaxing big time yeah. over there, man. I'm having a good time, bro. I've been having a good time with this whole media thing. You know how it is. You got to enjoy yourself when you're doing it at the end of the day. You can't just be here and be like, I got papers. I got notes. I got cameras. 
I'm, I'm going to read now, bro. You got to have a good time. You got to enjoy yourself. Obviously, if you guys follow me before you follow Ian, and you've continued to follow me, you see what I do. You know I'm out at the game. You know I'm out credentialed. I'm trying to do reports. I'm trying to do all that. You guys saw my video from the AC the other night, man. Great game. We're going to talk about that here shortly. But, Ian, I know there's some things that you wanted to talk about. Obviously, you are the producer, like I like to call you here on the show, the executive producer, because you always come up with the topics and ideas. When I can't come up with all of them, obviously, right? That's why we need help here. Now, one thing that I want to talk about, which is a big topic of conversation, right? You brought it up to me. It's been brought up in the media for a while now, and now it's back up. And this is perfect because we can jump into this and then jump into some, some WNBA talk, which makes sense because it's going to be Absolutely. part of this conversation. Yeah. But Liz Cambage, obviously, as you see there, was accused of calling Nigeria players monkeys in an on-camera exchange that ended her Australia basketball career. Her reports. Now, is it time for Liz to just go away? Now, I know you just started covering some of the WNBA, Ian. It's a little bit different for you. I totally get that. So I'm going to go first here, okay? When it comes to the whole Liz Cambage situation, I've said it over and over and over again. She is a cancer. She cannot be trusted. Her best years are behind her. She's no longer that dominant big body underneath. She is literally just a big body. She's slow. She's lazy. All she does is complain to the referees over and over again. When Bill Lambeer was still here in Vegas, when he was still coaching the Aces, I remember him on the sideline yelling to Liz, stop complaining about the refs. Play your game. Run up the court. Now, if you guys have not seen the report, if you haven't seen the video, it's out there. We're going to retweet it. We'll put it out on our social media so you guys can see it if you haven't already done so. The altercation was her throwing an elbow, right? After that, she comes out and says, well, it was handled over a year ago. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why all this is being said. Yada, 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 so on and so forth, right? So for you to say that you did nothing deliberately, but yet the video clearly shows you're standing there. You swing hard. It wasn't a ball movement where you had your hands or did any of that. You literally swung, hit her, caught her. The video's there. The proof is in the pudding. You can't run from it, Liz. You look at the girl's collarbone. She has a huge cut. If you haven't already checked it out, go check out the video. Trust me. And then the biggest thing, you guys know I'm a big advocate for mental health, for mental health awareness, for depression, for all that, right? For her to use the mental health card and say that we decided that it was best for me to take a step back and work on my mental health because of what just happened, absolute and utter fucking bullshit. And that's what I'm calling. The fact that you are using the mental health card to get out of your own personal crap is absolute BS to me. That's how I feel, Ian. I don't know how you feel about the situation. So, first of all, like you said, the video, if you've ever, if our viewers have not seen it, is very outrageous. Like, she just straight up throws this elbow straight into the collarbone. Um, and it, it doesn't look unintentional. She looks back at the player as she's doing it. Uh, so, that whole thing, her claiming it's mental health and all that, that's kind of weird. It is weird to me that it got brought up like this didn't come to light a year ago. Like it did take a year for this to get leaked. Uh, that to me is a kind of weird. Makes me think that she's somewhat telling the truth. But again, she's had these character issues. Like you've said, I haven't covered it long, but she does not seem to be full, like full heart into the organizations that she plays for. and. Uh, I, I think, I don't know if the WNBA needs to give her a fine, suspension, investigation. I'm not entirely sure because, again, it happened a year ago. Uh, there's no, like, formal accusations really being made. It's just that it's kind of been leaked. So I, I think that she needs at least stay, take a step back and reevaluate where she wants to go in her career and what that means to her like what like is she going to compete constantly is she going to take a back step is she's going to continue with the off uh the court drama that she's been in, involved in and uh i i think it's up to the coach the organization they they need to come down on this they need to investigate it they need to find out what happened because if what is being 
It, like, it, if what's being accused of is true, then she needs to be out of the league. There's no space for racism and those type of comments, as well as, like I said, the the foul itself was very outrageous. She looked back straight up here in the car bone. The person needed stitches. So, so here, let me read it. Can you can you still hear me? You guys can still see me, right? Yeah, I, I, I got you. So let me read this uh, of, of a post that she put right on, on, on Instagram. I won't read all of it, but I'm just going to read a portion of it, right? First, she goes with, I'm very disappointed and hurt by the events and accusations that have unfolded in the Australian media. The recount of what took place is inaccurate and misleading. Again, bullshit, because the video clearly shows what you did. Not only that, let's see. After I unintentionally fouled a Nigerian player on court, I was then physically assaulted by the player on the sideline of the bench, but yet there's no video of that. I was hit in the face and pushed to the ground, but I walked away. Again, there's no video of that. We, we haven't seen any video of that. It's just yeah. your hearsay. Prior to the game, I asked to sit out because I was concerned about my mental health and physical health, which I have addressed publicly. Again, total and utter bullshit. Liz, call it, call it a career. Call it a rap. Stick to being a DJ and all that. You're a great model. She's very beautiful. I'm not going to take that away from her. She's a very good-looking woman. She, she's great at modeling. She's great at DJing. I'm not going to take any of that away from her. I just honestly feel that she doesn't want to play basketball anymore. Yeah. She just doesn't. And that's just me. And i got to give a few shout-outs to some people chiming in here on, on, on social media. What up, Kev Ray? He just finished doing No Plays Off with Miss Ball and D on um, Gorilla Cross Radio. Great show as always, man. They always do good things there. And then we got Melissa Mill from Girl Chat Sports. They had another great show as well. And, and, and I'm glad she chimed in because I got to give recognition to this if I forget. It's Pride Month. I have family members, you know what I mean, that are gay, transsexual, lesbian, all that. I accept everyone. I don't care who you are. Let's just keep that one on it. My job where I work at away from this, they are very huge when it comes to pride. They are amazing when it comes to diversity and just being around cultures that are different from what you're used to, right? And the fact that it's Pride Month, man, I love it. We were at the Aces game. Last, I was at the Aces game last night. They're getting into the whole Pride Month thing and everything. I don't have my hat that I had last night, but I had a heart that had all the colors. I had we love and welcome everyone. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a different time in our world right now, obviously. And I think that this needs to be accepted a whole lot more. That's all I'm, that's all I'm going to say with that. We're going to go away from that now. But last night, Ian, Las Vegas Aces, man. That was impressive. Taking on the Connecticut Sun. Technically, last night you had the two best teams record-wise in the WNBA playing against each other, right? You have the Aces that were on a six-game winning streak going into last night's game. You have one of the, if not the hottest players in the WNBA right now, Jackie Young. And you have a coach in Becky Hammond that looks like she's been coaching the WNBA for 30-plus years. This team she really looks, looks like a vet, man. Bro, this team looks so much different. <laughs> it is scary. It is amazing. And I said it last night in my post-conference video on the court. If you heard what I said, a couple weeks ago, a few games back, coach said, we're not even playing to our full offensive potential yet. Yep. This is a team that's averaging a league high 92.5 points per game, right? 92, 92.5 points per game. But they're giving up about 75 to 80, right? So I kind of understand what she's mean offensively, but that she means defensively, right? Because the offensive side of the ball is there. The defensive side of the I, ball has to get a little bit better. It's been good. Don't 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 let me I don't want to take that away yeah. from them. But the reason it hasn't been great, they were up 15 with four and a half minutes to go last night. <laughs> yeah. I bet Connecticut plus the 15 and a half in game. They ended up covering because they only lost by eight. So that's what I'm saying. Becky says that this team hasn't played to their full offensive potential. Would you say they're not playing to their full defensive potential yet? I, I, I would say that because there have been a couple of cases where they offensively, they've been pretty much out in the head of almost every single team that they've faced. So offensively, they're clicking on all cylinders. 92 and a half points is a lot in the WNBA. However, They've given up a couple of these leads, not given up because they've been able to keep in front of them. But
but they've gotten a little bit closer than they should be. This game was not close at all up until the very last uh, quarter. Like the Aces had Connecticut pretty much just on the ropes the entire game. Uh, at halftime, I think they were up by 12 points or so. So uh, Young, Jackie Young, Plum, they're, they're just clicking and they're hitting all their – like it seems like every shot that they're taking is falling. So I, w- I wouldn't say offensively that they're not clicking, but defensively they need to tie it up. But at the same time, they're playing at like a championship – championship level defense already so it's kind of scary to think that they could get better now once again you're tuning to straight bet sports i am your host jose v my co-host ian v he's hanging out at home i'm at the cannery casino i'm having a drink man i'm having a good time we're chilling talking some sports right now we're talking some aces got to give another shout out to my girl mo from girl chat sports she chimes in and she says night and day with the aces team i, I agree with that comment 100 percent because this is not the exact same team we've seen the last couple of years. And if I'm being honest, I'm going to throw this out here, Ian. I'm not going to lie about it because I don't beat around the bush. I've been very critical of Jackie Young since day one. I said it from day one. They should have drafted her running mate. She's proving me wrong right now. If I'm being honest, I'm going to give credit where credit is due, Ian. This girl is playing lights out right now. She had 21 points last night. She played 37 minutes. 37 minutes, okay, for Jackie Young. She's almost playing every single minute of almost every game this year. Think about that. Almost every minute of every game she's played. That's insane. So that's why, in my opinion, in my opinion right now, the way she's playing, the confidence, Ian, every time she gets the ball, she looks like she's ready to score. As were before, last couple years, she would get the ball and it's like, Fear in the headlights. I got to pass it. She's now, not doing that anymore. Now I think what the big difference between Hammond and uh, Lambert is basically you have these young players that are very comfortable taking those shots now. Like everyone feels like they're a star. And you can see that because nobody's hesitant. Nobody's just holding on to the ball too long they're either passing it getting ready driving it or shooting it like there's no there's no hesitation offensively really i do agree with melissa she said that last night they had way too many turnovers and i think that is another thing that hammond is talking about cleaning up because if they can uh, take away the turnovers this is a very good team that should be definitely a deep uh, playoff contention, if not contending for the finals this year. Hey, and Melissa said it best. They got Olympic gold medalists on the team now. You had the three-on-three champion. Remember that? Yeah. Now, more credit that I have to give where it's due. Kelsey Plum. KP is my girl. Tim, <laughs> my guy, Tim Unglesby from Heatway Sports on Fox Sports Radio here in Las Vegas. If you're listening, my guy, you know that. I'm always hitting you up. There goes your girl. What's your girl going to do tonight? <laughs> Kelsey, you've been lighting it up. She looks like the floor general that she should have been a long time ago. Even though yeah. Kelsey Gray is the point guard, she's the one that moves everything around and controls the offense. Bro, the way her and Kelsey are playing side by side together right now, it, 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 it's so fun to watch, man. Like, since this team got into the league, they've gotten better and better every year. Yep. And, and, and Knock on wood, man. I, I don't want to jinx them. I don't want to do anything like that, right? <laughs> but I said it yeah. last night. Record-wise, 9-1. and one. Best team in the WNBA. But are they the best team in the WNBA? That, that's yet to be seen. Because I, I think right like now said, they're playing like the best team in the league. But, but the so. reason I say it's yet to be seen, but it's like, it's like Melissa said, way too many turnovers last night, right? They yeah. still play good, but they still have a lot of things that they have to clean up that they can still get caught. There's still a lot of good veteran teams out there. Seattle, you got a, a Washington with Deladon. You know, you have teams that are still legit, that are still good. Ex-championship teams with pedigree, with players that have that experience. So, and then uh, I uh, mean, Mo Chan's then she says, KP so saucy. She sure is. I'm telling you, she's to, man, she is to what you, Yeah, to what you just said, the only team that has been them, the Washington Mystics, are actually the team that's trailing them in the West. So, 
you know, that, when you have when you have a team that beat you that's on your coattails, like it, it makes it a little bit where you got to tie in those things up because you don't want you don't want to not get the number one seed come playoff time. So. And not only that, you talked about that game, right? That game with Washington, how they lost that game, how that was the only game that they lost so far this season, right? If you saw that game, the Aces were up early in that game. They the were. Aces, the Aces weren't losing. They weren't getting rocked. It was none of that. I'm trying to pull it up right here real quick so I can give you guys what it, what it actually was. So they lost by 13, right, 89-76. But they were up by 13 at the end of the first quarter. How many, how many turnovers were in that game? Hold on. At halftime, they were also up by 13. But then here we go with the second half lapses, right? 24-7 in the third quarter. You give up 24-7 in another third quarter, you're going to yeah. have problems in this, and moving forward in the second half of the season. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, some of these games that they've been in that have been tough, that have been, you know, questionable or, or testing, I think It'll that be okay. now. Yeah, yeah. I think that now. Be- it builds character. Builds so character. Those, are the, those yeah. are the games that you need, right? Those are the games yeah. that you need no matter what. Once Sometimes again, you got to get punched in the mouth. You can't go undefeated. You got to get punched in the mouth, man. That's, that's, it's always a good thing to get punched in the mouth because it reminds you who you are. Now, before we go away from this, Aces back at the crib tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Aces are minus five at home. Same team playing Connecticut once again. So the current line sits at minus five. I gave you guys last night when I went to the game, I gave you guys the play. The play was over 168. Cash that motherfucker because it went over. That's all I'm going to say. 168 points. It was a nail-biter. It was definitely a nail-biter because I'm, I was sitting there next to Evan, our photographer from Drumline AV. He was with me at the game. We're sitting there, and he's looking at me like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And not only that, bro, if you saw the game, they missed so many shots in that game that were, like, rolling in and out of the yeah. rim that were good shots that it should have went over easily. Now, Aces were favored by three and a half last night. They covered that. Game was over at 168 so tomorrow night aces are favored by five over and under drops a half a point for this game now we're going to 167 and a half i'm not going to give you guys any bets yet for this game we'll leave that for tomorrow if you guys have been following me on twitter i've been giving out the WNBA picks i'm not a handicapper i'm not a pro i'm not all that but i I cover the WNBA. you're going to start having to call yourself a handicapper soon i know right eventually i'm going to start calling myself a WNBA handicapper but again man I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this one more time. Please, please. Last night was great. The attendance was great. But we need more nights last, like last night. Yeah. The Aces need your support. If you heard my intro, our intro, when I interviewed Asia Wilson in year two, she even says it. They're not getting all support and all that, you know, because they were going through stuff. But it's good to know that they're going to do right. They're going to be yeah. right. They're going to be okay. And that's where they're at right now. Last night was a great atmosphere, great game. Tom Brady was in attendance. Jim Gray was in attendance, sitting yeah. right in front of me, which is crazy. You got to take a couple pictures, videos, went on the court, recorded them. It was funny. Mar- Mark Davis was talking with Jim Gray and Tom Brady courtside. I'm like, I'm going to walk up record. I wish I could have got the audio. I didn't. But I, I'm wondering. You need, you Tom, need to post a picture, man. Do you think Tom was telling Mark, hey, try to get me out of Tampa, man. Hey, you know what? Bring me over here real quick. I don't think so. Obviously, you know, we, are, you know, we're having, yeah. we already signed Derek Carr to the extension. But it's just. It's awesome when you get those type of personalities in the building. When you have, respectfully, two GOATs at a game, you can think about it. Jim Gray's the GOAT of boxing, or just announcing in general. He's one of the GOATs. And then you have Tom Brady, the GOAT of all GOATs when it comes to just sports in general right now. We're going to go away from the Aces, guys. Remember, tomorrow night, 7 p.m., please tune in, chime in. If you can't go to the game, watch them. They'll be live on Facebook. Got it. I know it's not big television, all that. But everybody has Facebook. You guys can watch it. It's free. What's better than free TV, right? But make sure you support this team, man. This team is the best team in the league right now. They got the MVP candidate, in my opinion, in Jackie Young. Best coach in the league. Probably going to be the coach of the year. So we'll see, man. Please support your aces. Go out there and support. Great stuff there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that this team is here. Big shout out to John Maxwell, the media director over there, always hooking us up, taking so, care of us here on Straight Bet Sports. But what you got, my guy, tell us about that. I saw they took a picture of uh, Tom Brady and Jim Gray and, you know, Tom Brady's wife. And uh, 
I'm actually kind of confused because I'm pretty sure they were actually taking a picture of you because no. all I all I saw was Jose's face <laughs> on Tom Brady's shoulder like a little angel, bro. Like, like were you whispering oh, in man. his ear something or? So, so it's funny you say that. So it's funny you say that. So if you look at the picture, if you guys haven't seen it, go to my go to my Twitter handle. You see it right here, Jose underscore Volante. It's my header now. It's my page. It's my picture. So if you look at Tom Brady where he's sitting. I'm on his technically on his left shoulder. Ian Evan is on his right shoulder. So we're like the devil and the angel. And what's funny is that Ian Evan is wearing a red hat. I'm wearing a gray hat. So I'm like, angel, you know, it's funny, but Tom. Oh, yeah. See, I was oh, thank, thank you, Mel. So you're right. I, I, right. I, I got to give credit to Mel. No, no, no. I knew it wasn't his wife. You screwed up, not me. But. <laughs> Mel was sitting courtside. I mean, amazing tickets for her last night. I don't know what you did, girl, but those were great tickets. She was sitting right, I'm talking about, on the on, right on the visitor's sideline bench right there. So she was able to have a clear view of Tom Brady. So, yes, that was Tom's sister. I did not know that, but thank uh, you. I knew it wasn't Giselle, obviously. We know what uh, Giselle looks like. But Tom's sister. Apparently, I don't. So, apparently, apparently don't. I don't. But. <laughs> All right, my guy. Once again, you already know what it is. Jose V. You're tuning to Straight yeah. Bet Sports live here on the Straight Bet Sports Twitter handle, Straight Bet Sports Facebook page, and of course the YouTube Straight Bet Sports. Go ahead and check us out. If you missed any of our previous shows, you can check them out there. And also, if you're someone that, let's say you're working and you can't watch it, but you want to listen to what we said, we're on all audio platforms, people, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, wherever you can find your audio podcast we're there check us out hit us up even on apple podcast which is the best part about it some people like spotify use that as well but we got a lot more to go man we're only about half an hour in here we still got 30 more minutes if not more because again we're not timed right now we're good we can do what we got to do we can have fun we can enjoy ourselves but ian i'm gonna tell you man you gotta get to an aces game so we're gonna get you to one soon but yeah. only reason i'm gonna give this comment and then we can jump into the dub to something else real quick I hit up last night on the way out. I'm like, I'm going to get my phone. I'm going to get my camera recorded. I, I asked Jim Gray. He was at the fight on Saturday, Javante Davis versus Wally Romero. Wally Romero has a mouth to talk, but not a mouth to take a punch. If you saw that, he was winning that fight, in my opinion, leading up to him getting knocked out. The way Javante fought that fight, if you saw him, the way he was acting with the crowd, with his mom in attendance, he was leaning over, talking to his mom while he's in the corner on the seat. This guy, is, he, he's in a whole other world. They interviewed him afterwards and they asked him, why were you doing that? You know, doesn't it take you off? He's like, nah, man, I like to make it like the, the, the feeling like I'm at the gym, like I'm sparring with my people around me and all that. So I get it. It worked out for him. It was the Leo Santa Cruz, Gervonta Davis fight all over again. Leo Santa Cruz was winning the fight against Gervonta. What happened? Javante gets that punch, knocks him out, it's over. What happened on Saturday night? Raleigh's just putting it to him. He was wild, but he was connecting a lot more, making Javante go back, frustrating him. What happened? Javante catches him, left hook, I'm out, see you, bye. I asked Jim Gray last night on his way out of the game, real quick, Jim, Javante, top three? He gave me a thumbs up. We'll leave it at there. I think Javante Davis is the top three boxer right now in the sport of boxing. I don't like him as an individual also away from the, from the boxing ring, but that has nothing to do with me. I don't know him personally, so who cares? But I think he's a great boxer. I really do. I think he's top three. I want to see him fight either Loma or Ryan Garcia. Those are the next two fights that I want to see before he takes on the next big fight. And remember this, Gervonta, you're the WBA champ. That's it. That's it. That's not one of the biggest belts. It's not the biggest belt. So you're not the guy. You're not the main attraction when it comes to that weight class. So just remember that. Stay humble, stay patient. Your big time will come. But once again, Jose V, EMB, hanging out with you here on Straight Bet Sports once again. So Ian, let me see, man. What else can we bring up here? We got a couple more. Let's see here. So I want to bring this one up and then we can get into some W and we can get into some NBA finals talks it's right around the corner, right? Okay. So Sunday night, everybody all I saw all over Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that was how the hell 
did the referee say that Strauss was out when his heel touched the back? So here's my question. First of all, before you even want to talk about the fact that his heel was or wasn't on the line, the guy traveled. Are, are you guys blind? Have we gotten to the point where we're letting everyone be James Harden? Literally, literally. James Harden is the only guy that has perspective yeah. that <laughs> stepped back. If you saw the game on Sunday and you saw that play, and again, I don't care what anyone says. You want to complain and say the ref screwed it up, blah, 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 blah. Scott Foster was the ref, by the way, just so you know, Scott Foster always has a lot of critical games. But with yeah. that being said, that play was in the third quarter. Third quarter, not the final minute of the game, not the final seconds of the game, third quarter. You still have to play a full game. You still have to play defense. You still have to get stops. You still have to score the damn ball when it's your opportunity, right? So with that being said, can we stop talking about it? And can we stop being blind to the fact that he fucking traveled in? So, so his heel didn't touch when he shot it. But that, I don't even know. But. but yeah, so it is a travel. There's a lot of travels in the league, especially to end games. But my biggest, my biggest problem with that game, the Heat versus the Celtics game, uh, game seven, was actually Butler taking a three to win it instead of tie it. My I'm problem okay with, with that shot. my my well, my even, problem even with that Eric though. Said it. So my problem with that shot though was that there is still like 15 seconds left on the clock so even if you go up by one you still give them a good amount of time to end it end it so to me why not waste a little bit more time drive it in and take that shot you got a one-on-one with Horford I believe and I I just I would have rather him try to tie it go for OT. I get it. He's tired. He doesn't want to play OT. I get it. They just came back from like 20 something down. They they were getting obliterated for most of that game. So I totally get that part of it. But at the same time, like you have to drive it in. You have to waste a little bit more time on that clock because the Celtics have shooters on there. And even if you got that shot, like even if it did go in, they still have an opportunity to make that shot. So uh, I, I don't like that he took that. that. That's my biggest thing about that game. However, kudos to the Celtics. They got it done. They're not getting it done against the Warriors, though. All right. So I still think that Miami is one of the best teams in the league. I still think they're one of the best coach teams in the league. And I still think that even though Miami lost that series, Jimmy Butler should have been the MVP. Oh, yeah. And I still think that Miami was the better team. And here's why. People are going to say I'm crazy. People are going to say you're dumb. But think about this. They they were riddled with injuries. Their sixth man of the year got hurt and wasn't able to finish the series, which was Tyler Hero. And not only that, Jimmy Butler was playing with fluid in his freaking knees. He was getting (laughs) his knee drained. He he was getting his knee drained almost (laughs) after every game. So just think about that. Think about that. The fact that this team was so injury prone and Boston was so just solid, right? And they were able to give Boston this much trouble. I just said it in the chat, and I'm going to put it up here again because my primo Eddie posted it. He says Golden State in five and six, right? That's Mm, where I believe it. I think Golden State in six, man. I I agree with you, Eddie. No, no, I disagree. I think the Dubs win it in five. (laughs) And the reason being hey, the, way, the way that Miami was able to play Boston yeah. without being 100% healthy. That's why I'm saying that I honestly believe that it will be them in five. Now, another hey, thing they, that they were draining about, his knee. They were draining that ice cold fluid from his knee and putting it into his veins, though. So it didn't really matter. <laughs> And another thing, too, that people didn't know about, this year's NBA Finals features the league's top two yeah. defensive teams throughout the regular season, which people were shocked that Golden State was one of the top defensive teams, but they were. I Boston, didn't know they were that good. I, I knew they were good defensively. I did not know that they were the top two until you let me know, bro. Now, so, we have uh, the offense, obviously. Is this going to be is this, is this yeah. going to be 
Is it going to be an offensive affair? Is it going to be a high-scoring thing? Is it going to be defensive? It's going to be an interesting thing. But I wanted to throw a couple thoughts out there, okay, Ian, when it comes to the whole finals, NBA, Steph Curry, uh, legacy talk, all that, right? But I also want to throw in a couple of other individuals just to throw some different scenarios out there yeah. for you, right? Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson have been on the same team together, I think, pretty much their whole career, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they all got drafted yeah. there and started yeah. there. So keep, keep they, that in they've mind, been, right? They've been there the whole time. Hold on. Now, there's a lot of talk about Steph's Cur- Steph Curry's legacy. Does it yep. get cemented here in this finals if he wins it? Does he need a finals MVP for it to get cemented? Now, my thoughts here are, I think Curry is still one of the all-time greats. But yeah. it's hard for me to put him so high when you're not a great all-around player. Now, I understand Larry Bird wasn't the greatest all-around player, but he scored a lot. I understand that there's other players that probably never won defensive player of the year or even got on the first team, second team, or third team and are still Hall of Famers, all-time greats and all that. I get that. So I want to throw a couple scenarios at you when we're talking about all-time greats and legacies and who's who, right, before we talk about Steph Curry. In this NBA playoffs, we have two teams that are in the finals that are two former teams of two players that were supposed to be the greatest players to join forces and create something in Brooklyn, right? Those two players are now at home watching their both former teams play. Kyrie is watching his former team play from home. Man, which, I'm, I'm tired on, of talking about that guy, Which, Which begs to differ the question. Was Boston better off without him? That's one, right? Because look at what was happening there. They didn't do nothing. They're in the finals now without him. And not only that, with a different coach, a first-year coach. So that's one. Hold on. Two, Kevin Durant had to go to Golden State to win those two championships, being on a super team. And the reason we say that, he won the MVP twice. He was the MVP when he was there, when he won the finals. So One of them it, wasn't deserved, though. I, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, if we're talking about legacy and all-time greats, is Kevin Durant really an all-time great? Is, is, is Kyrie Irving really an all-time great? Because if you take away KD going to Oklahoma or going to Golden State, does he really have a championship right now? Right? Think about that. Yeah. Granted. We, we know Kyrie has one, but LeBron had to come help him, and he helped LeBron at the end. It, it was yeah. a give and take. It, 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 yeah, you know what I mean? So, give and take. So, 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 so they both need honest, each other in Cleveland. Whose legacy is more cemented and who's a better all-time great? If I'm being honest with you right now, Steph Curry wins this championship. Forget the MVP of the finals. Steph Curry wins this championship. Eight finals appearance in the last – I'm sorry, six finals appearance in the last eight years. Yep. And he'll have his, was it fourth chip? Bro, yeah, it'd be his fourth chip. I catapult him. I'm talking about this is Curry, this is Durant. If I'm being honest with you, if I'm oh. being honest with you, yeah, because of because of the way it was done. If I mean, I understand the if, but with if that, whatever. But you gotta throw those scenarios out there. So now I can move back into the the final talk. I honestly feel and I honestly believe that Golden State is on a mission. They've been on a mission since they got healthy. They've been on a mission since they got Clay back. Look at the way they started the season. Steph was on an absolute tear, bro. He was. Tear. He, he was they're, going they're ballistic at the beginning. They're out to prove a point, bro. Yeah. I think they're going to come out. They're going to smack Boston in the mouth. I think Udoka, uh, uh, or Udoka, whatever his name is, the coach of Boston, I think he's a good coach, but I think he's still too fresh and too new. There's too much pedigree on the other side of that sideline. And I think Steve Kerr is going to be ready for him. That's all I got when it comes to the NBA, man. I just want to throw a couple things out there for you. Yeah. So so last week I told everyone that I felt like the Warriors were playing with teams, right? And that they didn't want to end series away at, like on the road. They 
didn't win that game, and then they were tearing them to pieces in the last game. I think that Curry, Curry specifically, feels very disrespected by the entire league. This entire season, people have been trying to downplay Curry's legacy. And people forget that at, like during his unanimous MVP year, he was shattering records for basically how the rest of the defense like was affected by his presence alone on the court. Just his presence alone on the court, he was shattering records. You can't deny that he is the greatest shooter of history. So I already have him top five. We've already talked about this. I think he wins this. He wins the finals MVP, which I think he's gunning for. I, I think Golden State is going to be attempting, not saying they're going to do it, but they're going to be attempting to absolutely blow out the Celtics in every single game they play. So I think if he gets this, then people have to admit, have to start admitting that his presence, on, like you said, his presence on the Golden State Warriors has been far greater influence to winning those two chips they won with Durant than even with Durant. Durant played great, but that team had won 73 wins, and they got they blew a 3-1 lead to LeBron. A lot of things had to be had to happen in that series to even make that uh 3-1 lead blow happen. Like it, it didn't just they didn't just fall apart. There's a lot of different key aspects that made him lose that that series. And if they didn't lose that series, who knows if Durant ever was a warrior. So I think Curry absolutely was the most influential. I think this will cement him. I think he's going gun for that finals MVP. I think it's it's something that he craves because he hasn't he's been a very humble individual for most of his career. And now that he's getting older, people are trying to push him into that specialist category, which he's not. He's still Stephen Curry. So yep. I, I, I think he's going to come out and he's going to come out with something improved. But we talked about it last week as well. Every single person on that team has something to prove. You know, Dray Draymond's made his claims that he's one of the best uh, players defensively ever. He's coming out to try to defend that argument. You got Clay, who hasn't been healthy in two years. He's trying to defend the fact that he can stay healthy for a finals appearance. You got Curry. Of course, we just talked about that. And then you have Poole, who a lot of people didn't even think he should have been drafted in the first round. So I, I really think that this team is primed for greatness. And also the contributing factor on the other side is I, I do like the Celtics. They're a very efficient team. However. They're also dealing with a lot of key player injuries. Like Marcus Smart is injured. He was injured last series. He fought through it to play, but how much is he going to be able to do that uh, against the Warriors? We'll see. Um, but I, I think this is going to be great because I think it's going. I think it's going to go back and forth. But I do think that the Warriors are going to be aiming to just shoot the lights out of this series. Once again, Jose V, EMB, you are tuning in to Straight Bet Sports. Wednesday night, I'm hanging out at the Canary Casino here in North Las Vegas. Ian's at the crib, chilling behind the mic, doing what we do every single Wednesday night. So give me your predictions. At the end of the day, I tell you, I think Golden State in five. Not going to give you a finals MVP, but I think Golden State wins it in five. Okay. What you got? I think six. I, I, I think I think the Celtics are talented to give them trouble with two of those games. Uh, I, I think they're talented enough for game six, but we'll see. It could be it could be over as five. If Curry and all of those boys are hot the entire time, maybe they want to disrespect the Celtics a little bit and end it actually at their house. So we'll we'll see. Maybe they've been leading this entire playoff, <laughs> uh, all these playoff series not ending it on the road to end it on the road against Boston. Who knows? It's going to be a fun finals, man. Starts tomorrow night. If you guys are ready, tap in, chime in, 
bet the game if you're going to have a good time. Why not? Bet it, enjoy it, watch it, make some money off of it, man. It's going to be a fun series. Bet the series price if you like. Bet the game, bet in-game. I'm not going to bet any game previous. I like the in-game wager. I like to watch the way the games are flowing and see what they're doing. So that's what I got for you guys when it comes to that. If I do like anything, you already know, man. I'll be posting it up on Twitter. Now, we got a couple more things we got to talk about real quick, man, before we end up tonight. Another big topic of conversation, obviously, was something that happened a little over a week ago with the whole NIL deals and Nick Saban coming out, you know, giving his comments about Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M and how other schools are are buying these kids and buying these programs. First of all, Nick, shut the hell up. That's what I'm going (laughs) to say that. It's legal now. That's what the NIL deals are for. So if the school is working with someone that can offer that NIL deal to a player, nothing wrong with that. The school knows that there's an individual or a business that's not a booster, that's not doing anything illegal, that's going through the rules, that's going to do what you need, right? So yeah. now, like, like, you put, like you put here, the college coaches have been speaking out about NIL deals, how it affects the recruiting, right? Are they right in assuming that recruiting is now mostly about a school can offer an NIL and less about coaching? So I'm going to say you yes. notice you notice it's only the yes. big you you notice it's only the big school coaches that are having an issue with it because they've been doing this for years. They've been yep. buying kids for years and years and years. But now that the some of these smaller schools like uh, Jackson State are able to get guys like Travis Hunter and stuff like that. Now they have a problem. Now they have a problem with buying kids. They didn't have a problem buying kids. We've all known that it's been going on for a very long time. And and first of all, buying kids, very stupid way of playing it. That's the way Nick Saban put it. That's why I'm saying it like that. But they're offering these kids insurance. That is what they're doing. You got guys, uh, for instance, like you have uh, Justin Ross, right? He just got picked up by the Chiefs. He is an undrafted free agent. This guy, for his freshman year, was considered one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the nation. Like, he was a first-round pick all the way. Nobody had a question with it. And then he had a lot of injuries, especially the spinal contusion, I I think contusion surgery. is a spinal fusion surgery that he had. There's a lot of questions about his health, but he got a, I think it is a 3 million NIL deal that he's like, like these players need that insurance money. They're not professional athletes. They don't have the insurance, uh, the injury clauses that these professional athletes have. So they need this. And two, it's good that coaches from like historically black colleges and smaller colleges and all these colleges that lack the proper funding to just be able to offer these kids stuff without the NIL deals that they're able to bring them in. And I have a problem with Lane Kiffin, Nick Saban. And I mean, Jimbo, Jimbo is talking against Nick Saban and them. However, the problem is these big time college coaches that come from multi billion dollar or multi million dollar programs are calling out small coaches for paying kids what they're worth. So here's the crazy thing about it with NILs is that I don't know the names because I gotta look it up. There's already been a few kids that aren't even in college yet, right? Yeah. They're five star athletes or whatever. Bro, they've already got paid. There's there's kids out there that I read that already got million dollar contracts from NIL deals that haven't even played a game in college yet. So think about that. These kids are already getting paid without even stepping on the field, right? Or on the court or whatever it may be. Now, I was reading something on Twitter while we were going through this because I I remembered about it earlier because I saw it earlier. Uh, A friend of mine on on Twitter, uh, Devin, a.k.a. at NoFlyZone213, he posted this, and it's funny because he posted this 11 hours ago before you and I even brought this topic up. He goes, Y'all don't think with these NIL deals and these states legalizing sports betters that these MFers are going to be influencing these kids to throw games? Just a topic of discussion. That is a great fucking question. That is a great topic of conversation because I agree. I think it's going to happen. If Bro, think about it. All the NIL is going to do, there's going to be good and bad. 
But what the NIL is also going to do, it's going to help all these motherfuckers that were already trying to pay kids, that yeah, were already to throw games. So now they're going to do it like, look, you got a legit NIL contract. They're not going to know. They're going to try to put that out there and throw that out there to make these kids probably do that. So there needs the to be day, adjustments bro, to the NIL agreement. They, uh, to me, sorry to cut you off, but to me, no, they need to make it so that basically they have to either get their like degree or whatever while they're in college. Like something has to like some type of milestone, almost like a trust, right? Like you get these NIL deals, but they're like injury insurance or once you graduate insurance, like you get the money, like no doubt you'll get the money, but they, it shouldn't be like right up front. Like maybe, I, I, bro, maybe like a, a portion of it, like a small portion of it, just so that they can like maybe help out their families if they need to help out their selves so they can actually focus on sports and focus on academics. But it need, it needs to be, constructed in a way that they're not just getting like hey here's five million dollars right off the gate you're 18 years old where are you going to do with it like i don't know any 18 year old that's going to look at a blank check and be like or a five million three million dollar check and be like you know what i'm going to be responsible <laughs> that, like that's not happening like <laughs> that's not happening oh my god no you're right bro. and even if they're like that I guarantee you their friends are like that. Their family's not like that. They're going to have someone try and push and pull them in some sort of way to spend that money. So there needs to be something done to help ensure that they're using it properly and that it's actually being used for what it's intended for. So Primo, Eddie chimes in. He says, no bad words, Primo. Hello, <laughs> I mean, right now we're okay. You know, I'm, I'm not going too crazy, not disrespecting anyone or saying anything like that. But before we jump off this topic, my man, you, you, you basically, I think you honestly, you nailed, I mean, you hit the nail on the coffin, bro. I, I, what you said makes total sense. Here's your contract. You're going to get $2 million, but the way it works is you got to be done. You got to be done. Some of these kids, you go to college to get a degree, right? you got to put in your four or five, whatever the years yeah. is to get that degree. So if you want to get that paycheck, I say, okay, what are your, if you're a basketball player, what are you thinking? One and done? Are we thinking two years? I think all that has to be in your quote unquote NIL contract, if that makes yeah. sense. So if you're a football player, I think football players can leave after their second year, correct? So, so, uh, yes. so, so, that, yes. so that's what, same thing. Okay. What are we doing? Is this a two year thing? Cool. If it's a two year thing, we can give you 1.5. Oh, wait, you can guarantee you're going to stay three years. Okay. We'll give you 2.5. You know what I mean? There's ways to yeah. get around that, I think, and do it the right way. Because then at that point, these kids don't have the money in their pocket. No. They're not fucking around doing stupid things that are going to get them in trouble or get caught up with those type of individuals that want to go, hey, throw this game for me. I got you. So a thought I had just now is with these NIL contracts and with we we think that there's going to be some adjustments to the way that these have to be structured. But if they do end up making it so they're like contracts like the same way like nfl are sports agents going to start trying to recruit high like basically high school kids like start like are you going to start seeing a little bit more agents at high schools trying to like buddy up them so that they'll sign with them so that they can get them the best nil offer because i feel like that's something that might start happening and yep. in that case, I think there also needs to be restrictions on that because I, I'm sorry, like my son, when he's in school, if he's 17 years old, I don't want some sleazeball trying to like <laughs> talk, buddy him up, trying to talk to him, getting him to think money when he should be thinking about school and obviously sports if he's in it. want to give a couple of shout outs to some people on Twitter as well, chiming in, checking in. We got at Demon underscore the boss, at Daisy underscore R91, the homie Nathan Andrew 21, at Mike Izzo 11, at Shane Hennessy, at Bike Babe. We greatly appreciate you guys chiming in, joining in, watching the show tonight. We got a couple more minutes left, man. So I just want to give a quick shout out to a former Vegas Knights head coach, Gerard Collant, man. His Rangers pulled off a victory tonight in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, when it comes to the NHL here, they won 6-2 against Tampa Bay at home. 
The Rangers have scored five or more goals in three or more straight playoff games for the fourth time in franchise history, most recently in 1994, the last time New York won the Stanley Cup. Mike drop. I'm going to say it. The Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Gerard Garland is going to turn around and go, here you go, Vegas Golden Knights. That's what you get for letting me go. I'm just saying, don't get mad at me, guys. Don't for, get mad for everyone that. that saw that right now, I tag, still love uh, the Golden tag, Knights. Tag Eli Manning since don't he's the one Eli. that likes doing that right there. Yeah, <laughs> the, man, no, make sure what, you you clip what, that portion uh, and you tag him for it. Again, I'm he started that trend. I, I'm not the one giving the middle finger of the Golden Knights. You guys know I love the Golden Knights. They credential me. I love them to death. They're great people. I got nothing bad to say about them over there with the Golden Knights. But I'm just saying, as an individual, as a coach. You know, yeah. knowing that you never got your full opportunity, your full ride in Vegas to fully complete the job at hand, I think. I, I think he got a, a – he didn't get a fair shake. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think he got the short end of the stick, man. But he's doing good right now with New York. They took out my Pittsburgh Penguins earlier in the playoffs. I'm okay with that. I got nothing bad to say about the Rangers. Nor thing, bro. You, you got the so, weirdest teams, bro. Collection hey, of teams, bro. <laughs> but we'll, 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 give, we'll give you that story later on how I became a fan of a lot of these teams and these sports and all that. But, Ian, we got a few more minutes here, my man. Is there anything else on the top of your head that you just want to freely talk about or throw out there before we go tonight? Um, So, not, not particularly. Uh, I think that right now we're heading into an interesting time. There's about three months left until NFL starts. So, you're going to start hearing a lot more from training camps, OTAs. Um, other things like that. Uh, I I just, I'm excited for sports in general, man. And uh, I, I think that this town in particular is going to be great. It already is great sports town, but I, I think that shout out to the aces. I think they're doing a great job. Uh, shout out to uh, Evan Guerra from uh, drumline sports. Uh, drumline he AB is doing yeah, drum drumline LV is his tag, right? Drumline AV, AV. So make sure you guys follow him on uh, Twitter. He is the guy that we go to when we want the photos being taken, and he's been doing a fantastic job with Jose. Uh, there's the video everyone uh, saw that we referenced earlier uh, in the stream with him with Jose on uh, the court logo at the Aces. That was all done by Evan. So make sure that you guys are following him. He has great contact, great content. Wow, I'm stumbling over my words at the end. The YouTube this. page is amazing. If you guys are into all that drumline yeah. and all that stuff, away from the regular sports stuff, the guy's amazing, man. Definitely, definitely. Absolutely. But, great videographer. So I, I got I got a couple things to say before we go. First off, RIP Marion Barber, man, 38 years old. Yeah. Ex Dallas Cowboy. I'll be honest with you. He was one of my favorite football players when I was younger just because of how he played. So hard, never never gave a shit, always in there to rock people and hit people, always lowered his shoulder. He was one of those guys that because of him, if you think about it, they changed the game. Some of these running backs can't go in there and lower their crown anymore. He was known for doing that. Remember that? There's so much now that's changed. It's crazy. But RIP to Marion Barber and also RIP to Ray Liotta. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Goodfellas. If you know me, you know I love mafia movies and all that stuff. And one of my favorite characters of all time is Henry Hill. I mean, Henry Hill, that character he played in that movie was just amazing. When I found out he passed away a few days ago, that was crazy, man. And then my primo chimes in one more time real quick. He says something different tonight. However, great show. Like always, guys. Appreciate you, primo. Two years, man. 111 episodes. 112 Appreciate you tonight. for chiming in, man. Yeah, you chime in every week, man, and you and you follow, you share, you do all that. So we greatly appreciate you. Um, but uh, let's see, we got those two things. And uh, my final thought of the night, man. Um, before I get into this, I just want to let you guys know that we are going to go back into the studio. We are. But the reason we're doing this show tonight is to show you guys that you never stop. Whenever you start something, and whenever you decide to make something your craft and your passion, it's something that you're going to want to do. Not only as a hobby, but something you're going to want to do eventually, maybe for the rest of your life, or something that's going to put food on your table and support your family moving forward, stick to it. 
don't give up no matter the obstacles. I've been told no by so many media people so many times. And a lot of those same people have turned around and told me yes later on just because they saw my work, just because they saw that I didn't give up. Now we have respect. And why I say we, the show, the show is not about me. I know the title up there says Straight Bed Sports with Jose V because that's the name of the show. That's how we started it. But you guys already know. It's me. It's the guy next to me here. It's Ian. It's both of us. It's our show. And that's why we, I say us. That's why I say we. You guys show us respect. You guys show us love every single Wednesday. Whether it's for an hour or even during the week when you're liking, retweeting, commenting on our pictures, our videos, our tweets, all that. We greatly appreciate all the love, all the support. Again, like the song says, we ain't going nowhere because we ain't. We're going to keep doing it. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep having fun. Ian, I appreciate you, my guy. I appreciate you sticking there with me, doing your thing. I know you're at home. I know I'm over here at the cannery doing my thing, but we're having fun, man. There's people behind me listening. Kind of gives me a little more motivation. I mean, get hyped up over here. But I'm having a good time, man. But Ian, I'm surprised none of them have walked uh, through your camera yet, bro. I know, right? <laughs> They're respecting you. But yeah, man, look, <clears throat> I appreciate you, my guy. But um, I'm going to end up with this unless you got one more thing to say because I got one more thing to say and then I'm going to close it up. Just make sure you guys are following us, ENB underscore sports, Jose underscore Volante, uh, straight bet sports. We're going to come here every Wednesday. We're going to be here 9 p.m. And uh, just make sure you're sharing us, um, retweeting us, subscribing us on uh, YouTube. Uh, it really helps, guys, especially uh, constantly are retweeting. Um, fantastic Twitter. Uh, get, Twitter gambling community is fantastic. Uh, they've been helping us a lot with the retweets. But uh, let people know. It definitely helps. It helps us bring content to you guys. And uh, just gives us a lot to uh, think about. All right, Ian. I appreciate you, my guy. I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to finish up with our final thought here, all right? Hi, right, man. Once again, Jose V, EMB, Straight Best Sports. We have come to the end of our show tonight. We greatly appreciate everyone for chiming in with the comments and everything that you guys do for us every single week, man. We appreciate the love and the support. I'm going to tell you guys one more time. We will be back in the studio. That is, that, that, that's a given. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. We're working on some sponsors right now. Eric Navarro, our personal barber, still hooking us up, man. Here riding with us no matter what. You support your friends. Costs you nothing to do so, man. So go ahead and do that. Always like, always share, always comment, always let people know what you're watching. Again, we appreciate you guys. Every Wednesday, we will be going live on all Straight Bet Sports social media accounts. So if you go on, you go on YouTube, Look up Straight Bet Sports. You go on Facebook, Straight Bet Sports. Same thing, Twitter, Straight Bet Sports. And if you miss any of the previous shows, go on YouTube to catch all the live shows. And if not, Straight Bet Sports on all your audio platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify. I mean, Apple Podcasts, all that. You name it, we're on there, man. So my final thought of the night tonight, I cried a bit today, man. I'm not going to lie. My uh, oldest daughter is graduating. She graduated today from high school. And it just makes you realize that time flies. Appreciate those around you, no matter the situation, no matter what they put you through, whatever you put them through, or whatever you're both going through. Always love your family and friends around you and always find a way to tell them and let them know that you love them. Samantha, I know I did not bring you into this world. I know you are not my blood daughter, but that will never change the fact that you are my daughter and that I love you with all my heart. You have made me the proudest father in the whole wide world today. Seeing you walk down that aisle, seeing you grab your diploma and smile and be so happy knowing that you accomplished it and you did it. I'm proud of you, baby girl. Keep it up. I can't wait to see what else you are going to do in this world. I know you're going to be great. I love you. Your mom loves you. Everybody in the family loves you. Your grandparents, everyone, you know that. So Samantha, I love you, baby girl. Keep doing your thing. Keep making us proud. I know you will. That's it, man. We are done tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to everyone for chiming in tonight. 
for sticking with us, man. Even though, like I said, we're not on Gorilla Cross anymore, but I still got to give a big shout out to the man, Quan59 over at Gorilla Cross Radio. We appreciate you, my man. But for myself, for my co-host, ENB, Straight Bet Sports, till next week, same time, same bad channel. We are out. Peace.